on, I want to hear your worship. Come on, let your worship saturate the atmosphere. We pray for you tonight. Oh God. is going to be a lot of work. Miss Carmelita says, yes, I have my tree. Yes, I have my tree. Is that the roadside ready for collection? <laughs> and I know that's the truth. Yeah, I'm about to do the same thing with my tree as well. Put this tree on down by the road and let them come and collect. But I love the smell of the Christmas tree. It just absolutely fills my house. So I'm going to see if I can save these needles some type of way and put some water in a vase so that I can just preserve this smell. It smells so good. But uh, yes, I'm believing God that 2024 is going to be a wonderful year. And while we're just giving people a bit more time to chime in, I know people are looking <clears throat> My link looks a bit different today. So if you do get the link and you say, oh, I don't know if I'm if I'm too sure about this. I don't know about this. Know that it is me. Uh, it is my video. It just looks a bit different on today. But um, and also you can come to my husband's page as well. And he has the actual video up just in case if you're a bit skeptical about how the link looks on today. But I definitely want to give a huge shout out to those that are tuning in from around the world. One thing about Wednesdays are for women. We are not just reaching people here locally. You know, you might look at the numbers and you might say, oh, well, it doesn't look like you're reaching that many people. But let me tell you something, what you do don't see is what goes on behind the scenes. And so I'm so thankful for the great people over at Fishbowl Radio Network. A huge shout out to our CEO and founder, Miss Sammy G. So thankful for her because of her vision. Many other podcasters like myself are able to, to take their message to the world and put it out there. I see that my mother in love is on. She says, hi, Pastor. Hi, Mom. How are you? So good to have you. Always good to see your name pop up on the feed. But yes, it is such a blessing to be able to reach nations around the world. And when I say that, I do, I do mean nations, you guys. They are hearing encouraging words. They are hearing the word of the Lord. They are being inspired. Do you know that the word inspired simply me or inspire simply means to blow breath into? And so that's what's happening. The breath of God that rests in my lungs when I declare the word of the Lord. <clears throat> that same breath is going into people that are scattered across the earth. And so we're so thankful for that. Um, one day, uh, our CEO and founder, one thing that she does is she gives us our numbers every now and again, just to let us know about how many people we are reaching on a weekly basis. And she did let me know one time that over 65,000 people were being reached in the U.S. alone. And so I'm so thankful for that as I am an American citizen. And so I will always have a passion for my nation, always praying for my nation. We do know that this is an election year. And so we know that whenever these type of years roll around, you begin to start seeing some things take place in the nation of America. And so for those of you that are intercessors, please continue to lift up that precious nation, uh, lift it up. So lift it up and we pray uh, 
one things that we're going to be one of the things that I'm believing God for is that as we begin to shift over into uh, uh, leadership, um, uh, could be new leadership or the the same leadership. Who knows what's going to happen? But as we begin to vote and as we begin to shift over into that, I pray that no civil war takes place um, because we do know that so many people can be divided on their beliefs and their opinions and you know it can really cause things to even break out in churches and so there is a, a word in there is a, a story in the word of god it's called the leaven of herod where people begin to look to herod uh more than they look to the lord and herod allowed this to happen and as a result of him allowing that to happen the bible says that sickness broke out on his body and within a matter of days i want to say that worms consumed him from the inside out so baby let me tell y'all something it is a very dangerous thing where people begin where people begin to look to a man more than they look to the lord and so that's what we're believing god for and we're praying that that will not happen let god have his perfect will amen have you hit that share button yet i'm just giving people time to chime in but like i said guys it is wednesday and i am so excited to see each and every single one of you those of you that are going to be tuning in watching the replay those of you that are listening in through fishbowl radio network it is so amazing to be able to minister to you today and like i said early this morning y'all the spirit of god woke me up and um, you know how it is when you're coming off of the holiday season, sometimes it is very hard to get back in the routine uh, because I don't know about you, but during the holiday season, I chill. Let me know in the comment section if I'm the only one that takes advantage of chilling during the holiday season because that is exactly what I do. I kick back my feet. I make sure that I got plenty of groceries in my house and I go at it. Hey, my mama is tuned in all the way from Huntsville, Alabama. Always awesome to see you, mommy. I had a dream about you last night. It was good always good to see you mommy and so yes um and so yes uh what was i saying Oh yeah, I kick back and I relax. I make sure that there's plenty of food in my house and all that stuff. And so, you know, a lot of times after the holiday season is over, yeah, Miss Carmelita said, yeah, she definitely tries for sure. It can be difficult as women, as mothers, as wives, it can be very difficult to come up out of your routine uh, during the holiday season, but I have no difficulty with it. I chill. I mean, I my body just relaxes one time but what i find is after the holiday season is over and this is something that everybody goes through it's very difficult to get back in the the swing of things you know you got to start getting back up and ready for work you got to start uh preparing for the year thinking about what your year is going to look like making plans for where it is that you are going in your year and of course if you have not done these things yet i encourage you to 
to go ahead and start it because how you enter a year, it will determine how you will end the year, how you will exit the year. And so if you enter it uh, with a positive mindset, if you enter it with goals uh, in mind, making declarations, uh, putting things in place to putting things in place and, and preparing to hit those goals, then I guarantee you that you will end the year having done everything that you set out to do. But if you enter your year thinking that, you know, uh, if you enter your year unorganized, not really planning anything, it's going to be very difficult for you to for you to set goals, let alone reach those goals. And so um, what I find is that as we get back in the routine of things, it can be very hard, you know, because you're shaking off the fatigue, you're shaking off the lack so the lackadaisicalness, I believe that's how you say it. You're shaking off the, the lethargic uh, feelings that you have. You're getting back into eating right. Oh my God, let's talk about that for a moment. Y'all, when I tell you I went in on the cookies and the cakes and the cupcakes and the cinnamon rolls, I enjoyed myself. You can, you can, y'all, but you hear me? I enjoyed myself, but now it's like, uh, you know, for some people, they're doing fast. Why do we do all this? Because we have to, we have to uh, put our flesh back in order. And uh, somebody's laughing. We have to put our flesh back in order and let our flesh know, hey, you are not in charge. You do not rule me. Even though I enjoyed, I enjoyed, you know, playing with you and kind of be having lazy days. I do want you to know that I'm not, I'm not going to live out the remainder of the year like this. And you saw some people, you know, they go on fast. Some people, they have vision board, uh, vision boards that they put up immediately. Whatever it is that you have to do in order to get back in the routine, start doing it because I believe that this year is going to be great. But as I was stating a moment ago, yes, you know, a lot of times uh, what I find is that it's difficult around this time of year to get back into the motion of things. But I don't know if you guys notice it, but if you are really sensitive to the spirit or if you're really sensitive to the realm of the spirit, it's the the fatigue that is sitting on the people or that is on the body of Christ right about now is different. That, that's just, maybe I'm the only one that feels it. I know I'm not because I, I heard God say very clear to me um, as I've been, you know, in prayer and really seeking God's face on what's next. One of the things that God said to me is that the fatigue and the lethargic feeling that is on the church right now in this new year, it's nothing like we've never felt before. And I want to tell you right now, that is not coincidental. And here's what it looks like. You might struggle getting up in the morning, getting ready for work, but at least you have the strength to do that. But 
when it comes to getting up for prayer and when it comes to getting up and going to the house of God, that's where a lot of us are struggling to the point where this is what I heard God say. Many people are saying, I don't know if I'm going to go to church anymore. Like I just, I don't know if it's worth it. I even heard God say that some people are hearing the thought of God is everything that I've been believing you for. Is it really going to happen? Is it, it, am I, is everything that I've been praying for and fasting for and sowing for over the years, is it really going to happen or have I just done it in vain? Let me tell you something. This is a very dangerous place to find yourself down through here, because if you are not careful, if you continue to listen to this spirit, this heavy, this heavy spirit, if we listen to it, if we entertain it, it will convince us that everything that we have sown for and everything that we have prepared for up to this moment have been in vain and it's not worth it. And so you might as well stop. Let me tell you something. The enemy do not, he does not mind you getting up and going to your job. He does not mind that. The enemy is not going to fight to get you fired from your job. He doesn't care about that. I want you to hear me. I want you to understand the reason why Babylon was created. The reason why it was created was it was man's way of saying, we don't need God. We can do it ourselves. Now, what God did was he took that concept and he used it and he said, okay, I can work with this, but I'm going to put kingdom minded people in that system. And I expect them to go within, to go in that system and to, and to shine their light shine shine the light of Jesus Christ in this system but do not be do not become like this system do not do what this system does don't take on that mindset when the children of Israel came back from Babylon God could not stand their mindset because they had brought back to Israel the culture of Babylon and so I want you to understand there is nothing wrong with a Job. We thank God for our jobs. Our jobs is what helps us to pay the bills. It's what helps us to keep food on the table. It's what helps us to take care of our families. But there is a problem when your job consumes your responsibilities as a believer. What does that mean? There is a problem when you no longer have time for prayer. There is a problem when you no longer have time for church because you have to work. There's a problem. Something is un something is not balanced there. And let me tell you what the enemy is doing down through here. The enemy is allowing you to make room for money, but he's telling you that you do not have time for God. He's telling you that you do not have time for prayer. He's telling you that you do not have time for purpose. You don't have time 
for destiny, but yet you got time to wake up at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. in the morning. Some of us, we rise earlier than that just so that we can clock in and sit down at our desk at 8 a.m. Just so that we can impress somebody that has the ability to give us a bonus at the end of the year. Look, if if this if this is what God has told you to do, if because he has told us to be faithful over few so that he can make us ruler over many. That I don't have a problem with that. But I, I do have a problem when that thing begins to consume you and now you no longer have time to be obedient to what God has called you to do. <clears throat> There's a problem there. And so what is the enemy doing? The enemy has caused you to become so fatigued. Let me tell you something. This is this is not coincidental. This is something that is being strategically done to you. The enemy is causing you to become so tired. Why? Because he desires to lull the church to sleep. I don't know if you guys have been watching the news, but there has been so much stuff that has been going on so many things that are going on right now and it's happening right at a right at the moment where the church does where the church is vacillating uh is vacillating with the thought of should i continue to press in or should i compromise let me tell you something that's not coincidental let me tell you how the spirit of python works because this is what we're up against the spirit of Python is designed to squeeze the life out of the believer and cut off the lifeline of the believer. What is the lifeline? Our lifeline is our ability to communicate with heaven. Because how can I hear what God is wanting to do in the earth through my life, through my ministry, if I don't pray? How can I know what God is speaking if I'm not talking to him and listening to what it is that he is saying? How can I how can I uh, communicate to people in the earth what God is saying if I'm not spending time in his presence and hearing him? So what the spirit of Python does is it cuts off that access and it causes us not to be, it causes us not to have that access to heaven. And so now we're down here and we're walking around and we're like walking zombies and we don't know what's going on. We're no longer, we have local shapanda. We have lost sensitivity in our spirit. We are, we, because we are, because we are not, uh, 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 we're not attached or we're not connected to heaven anymore. And so when God is speaking, we can't hear him because the fatigue is taken over. Over. We can't hear him because our Okosha, because we understand the voice of our boss more than we understand the voice of God. We can hear our phone ring in the middle of the night, and it's our boss telling us, hey, in the morning, this is what I need for you to do. But we can't hear heaven calling us up out of our sleep. We can't hear heaven saying, hey, I need for you to get up because there is something that is taking place in your region. There's an earth 
earthquake that wants to hit your region, but I put a word in your mouth and I go koshapanda. I put a word in your mouth and through this word, through this word that I have placed in your mouth, you're anointed to stop it. Let me tell you something. That is something that is strategically happening because the enemy knows that one thing that God has given us has given us is authority. The enemy knows that God has given us divine access to open up our mouth and declare a thing, and it must be established. Why? Because we have power in life. We have death in life in the power of our tongue. And so we understand as believers that when we speak the word of God, it must come to pass. It must happen. It must be established. Nothing can stop it. Nothing can occur. Nothing can slow it down. Nothing can cause it. Nothing can cause it to cease. He understands that. And so he releases a python spirit to, let me tell you something. You're not tired because you need to sleep. You just came off of a whole three-week vacation. And I can guarantee you, if you, if you, if you have a life like this, I can guarantee you, you got some of the best sleep that you ever got during this vacation. So the answer that you are looking for is not sleep. That's not what you're looking for. And so, but why is it, why is it that all of a sudden you feel the need to sleep? Why is it that all of a sudden? All of a sudden, you feel the need to stay in your bed. Let me tell you why. Because the enemy wants to lull you to sleep. The enemy wants to, he wants to cause you to not be able, to not be able to, he wants to stop you from being vigilant. He wants to stop you from being sober. He wants to stop you from hearing what God is saying. He wants you just to exist. He wants you just to walk around here. Yeah, I'm a Christian. What good is it to be a Christian if we're not making changes in our city, if we're not making changes in our nation? What good is it to be a churchgoer if we're not affecting change? within our nation, if we're not affecting change within our country, within our city, what good is it? I, I don't want to just be a churchgoer. I don't want to just be a Christian. I want to be an agent of change. And so the Bible says that there was one day where Paul and Silas, they were headed into prayer. I want you to catch this. They were headed into prayer, and the Bible says that there was a woman that had a spirit of divination. If you look up that word divination, it means that she had a spirit of python. Uh, and this woman, she, she knew who they were. And the, let me tell you something, the psychics and all of those mediums and all of those people, let me tell you something, what they say is really accurate. But it is the source of where they are getting that information. That's what you don't want to connect yourself to. That's why we tell people you got to be careful when you are playing around with that stuff because you are coming into connection with the same source of power that they are connected to. And because we 
we know that the enemy does not like us because we know how much the enemy hates us when you partner yourself with that spirit best believe that he is going to use that entry point to get he is going to use that place of access or that entry point he's going to use it to come into your life and begin to start destroying everything that god has set up so here this woman is this woman was making so much money for different businessmen that were that were basically pimping her out she had a spirit of python and the bible says that every day she wore out paul and silas by saying these are the men of god these are the men of god she repeated herself over and over on a daily basis getting on their nerves but she did this when they were headed to prayer she did not come for them when they were headed to a church service she hallelujah okay hold on one second hallelujah all right back on back on okay praise god now i don't know what what's all the lord have mercy i'm all the uh, fireworks i didn't do that but let me tell you something we hitting it on today and so what does the enemy what does the enemy do this spirit it strikes paul and silas right at the moment where they were headed into prayer not when they were headed to their nine to five job the enemy is not going to attack you on your job in this hour that's not he don't want that if anything he wants you to pay more attention to that than you do the purpose and the destiny on your life he hits them in the moment where they were going to prayer and the bible says that she followed them